Hello, this is Nick. And this is Muriel. And welcome to Hella in, in Your 30s. This week, we talk about 30-something odd years of listening to music. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, you have entered the faux pas lounge. Lounge, lounge, lounge. AKA our apartment. So welcome. Well, uh, you can keep your shoes on or take them off. This is a long running segment we have where you come in, uh, sit down with us, have a few drinks. And we just talk about something that means a lot to us as hella in your 30s-ers. Yeah. Oh, good, Mira. That had a ring to it. Thanks. Man, you're really working on it. You work for QVC or whatever, the Home Shopping Network. I will. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, this, but this is a, <laughs> this is a, this is football lounge is a little special because we're actually we have some games set up for each other. We're gonna try to challenge each other a yeah. little bit. We've been together for about 13 years, and we also knew we, we met in high school, so we've been friends for a really, really long time. Yeah. And we're in our hella in our 30s. And uh, we have this program that we listen to. We don't listen to Spotify. Hold on. That's a weird way to put it. The program makes it sound like an old-timey radio show. I mean, it pretty we much have, is an old-timey radio we show. We have an app. It is a streaming app. Okay. It's a, it's a It's a website. It's a thing. It's that a we, website. It's a monthly it service. It was called Rhapsody. It was bought out by Napster. <laughs> so now we're going backwards in time, <laughs> back to the 90s. Uh, it's basically the streaming service and all of our playlists from the time that we were like 21 in yeah. our first apartment till now are all on this thing. So we just like never want to change. No, it. I'm not giving it up. I'm not switching to Spotify or Pandora or any of that because I, I don't want to redo these playlists. We have playlists that are as old as our relationships. Mm -hmm. In fact, the the first time I ever found out about well it was rhapsody at the time what is now napster so embarrassing it was <laughs> your brother showed it to me and i had never even i didn't even know you could stream music i didn't even know that that was a thing yeah and i we're think we're that old we're that old but i also think raps rhapsody was that cutting edge so in some ways we're still a young baby and your brother showed it to me and i just like sat down immediately and started finding like all these old like 90s r&b songs that i had yeah that no one played anymore yeah and they, were, they had been like phased out of my music collection long ago and there weren't on any like mixtapes and they had every song i was looking for and i was like i'm in and we've been paying them uh seven to twelve dollars a month ever since yep solid so you know music is a big thing in this household yeah why are we talking about napster i'm just saying like i think it's a good representation of sort of the way we approach music it's a lot of nostalgia mm -hmm. you know we listen to a lot of things that we started listening to when we first started listening to music we're still listening to them now there's a lot of ridiculous things that we discovered together along the way and uh you play it all the time so there we go yeah <laughs> that's how we listen to our music so you will be hearing songs played today on this podcast and just know that they're being streamed through napster so that's very yeah in case you have burning question <laughs> i guess that wasn't a great intro but it was an okay intro all right Nick. i like that it sets the stage well man Thank i remember you. i remember making you mix CDs. I mean, back in high school, I, I to be fair, I did make mix CDs for everybody. I was. Like I used one to of make them. Kids. We used you to trade them. Yeah, yeah. You, you made me a couple of really good ones. Are there any songs that that make you think of me from back in the day? 
Oh, all the music soul child stuff. Oh yeah, music yeah, yeah, soul yeah. child. That yeah. was like that was the yeah. jam. Oh um, my god, I love music soul child. I know you did that so was much. my high school anthems. I love that man. That was romantic Nick's. That was my shit. I, I love know, music. I know. I mean, that's like something I was gonna say. Like that's a part of this whole thing is like, so in our uh, our household, our family. Nick is usually the which DJ. is just me, Muriel, and a bunch of house plants and a lot of gnats <laughs> and a lot currently. of gnats. <laughs> all of our our babies had babies, and those babies happen to be gnats. And we are trying to murder those babies with chemicals and jars honey of traps. Honey, jars, <laughs> jars of honey. I can't speak. Okay, um, sorry, okay. What? So what I was gonna say is like in our household, you're like the DJ, right? Ooh, ever, ever, ever. I think that's true. Yeah. Like I'm usually like Nick put on music yeah that's that is true and i just like listen to it and i have this funny thing about music like i was thinking about the music soul child thing uh-huh. like for me uh music is like a strong reflection of someone's personality mm-hmm. like there's a few things for me right one of them is um bad spelling in a very obvious way in a like on emails or something like that what are you saying that re- exposes something about that person sometimes, that's like not always, you can't come back from. Uh, sometimes you're just like, I see inside your brain. <laughs> and music is like that for me, almost to the point where like I'm actually pretty private about what I like and what I don't like. Like it gives me anxiety to play music while I set up at work. Because uh-huh. I... You don't want people to know what you're really feeling. Yeah. yeah. And like what I like, which also makes me realize I'm very judgmental probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, but you are. That's what you're saying right I know, now. I know, I know. I mean, you're kind of saying, you probably don't like it when people spell, like, spell you're wrong. I, okay, the spelling thing is kind of like a, not no, that it's, true. it's judgmental. Oh my God, you're being so <laughs> kind to me right now. Uh, speaking of judgmental. Um, no, I guess I'm just saying like, like... I don't know if anybody has seen this. There's an episode of Futurama, okay? Okay. Back in the day. And the Futurama has like a, it, there's a flute that draws 3D pictures. And so depending on how smart you are or what you think or how you feel, you can play this flute and make these beautiful 3D pictures, right? Uh-huh. And the whatever picture you make is a reflection of what's inside your brain. Mm-hmm. And so like when Fry tries to do it, it's like, the most like caveman like war sort <laughs> yeah, of thing yeah, right sure. that's kind of what music is for me <laughs> i'm always like oh man that's it that's what <laughs> right, you yeah. like cool. oh that's the key to your soul yeah it's right. hard like it's when so someone that you res- like kind of like and think are cool but you don't know them that well and suddenly they're listening to like flogging molly or something <laughs> you're just like oh man i don't even wow that's what you like and i don't have anything against flogging molly but i did also didn't know i mean i couldn't even tell you a flogging molly song i know you can't you don't know any songs but that's just that's just a hilarious <laughs> name for a band that one in butthole surfers you know <laughs> it's just like if someone was just like by themselves they're really vibing out to some music and i was like what are you listening to and they said butthole surfers i would I would feel like I knew who they actually were. Yeah. I mean, I guess I know. So like I listen to music mostly for nostalgia and like irony. And so and then Ooh, it's a d- dangerous trap. And then just like li- I like singers. So I uh-huh. like listening to the technicality of singers. Uh-huh. But, you know, I don't know. I'm saying this in a negative way, but it's not necessarily a negative way. Like I'm not like that's what you like, but I am uh-huh. like. It's such a vulnerable thing right. to share for me. Yeah, right. But for you, you'll just butthole surf everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just, 
Uh, I hang You're ten, exposed baby. it all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I think that's also changed. But also in high school, like when I was we're like doing those mixtape things, I'd be really proud of songs, mm-hmm. which is like a whole other level of like, ooh, here's this mix. Like I think you're gonna like it. It's a gift to you, but also I'm like proud of whatever songs I chose to put on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The song I think of you back from the mixtape days, uh, sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you put it on a mix and it was like one of those songs that were, was like around. And I think my mom liked that song, but when you put it on a mix and gave it to me, it was suddenly just like this epic song. Ooh. And, um, uh, Neil Young. Oh, what Neil Young song? Helpless. What? Helpless. Helpless. That's a good song. Yeah. That song always makes me think of you and always makes me think of you as a high school friend. And then also, uh, <laughs> that D12 song, purple Hills. That was, I or still purple, purple. I was like purple hills. No, I that's the edited version. Purple hills is the edited version. Yeah, I don't cool calm just like my mom with a couple of value inside of pop. I remember all that. I loved that song. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I uh, have this memory. Well, Muriel, you're is an incredible singer, and no. be- you are. You're an incredible singer. Everyone knows it. So it's, you know, whatever. But, and one time when we were just friends back in high school, uh, we were at this party and it was kind of like a chill hang at a friend's house or something. And there's maybe like 12 or 15 people there. And it was like, it wasn't like dancing or crazy. And, but everyone was pretty faded. And in front of the, in front of the whole party, you <laughs> saying you make me feel like a natural woman to me, and you like cr- you were like singing it to me, and you were like across the room pointing at me, and then you like crawled across the floor. <laughs> I was like, you make me feel, and like and like climbed up because I was sitting. You like crawled your way up my lap, and I was like, this is cool, this is chill. Like you were clearly <laughs> like you were committing to the bit really hard, and you were obviously like not gonna like have sex with me in front of everybody there, or like it was definitely not like a move on your part like you were being funny and with it but it was crazy because you were nailing it so hard and you were and i was just like nope this is uh, i got this no we're, we're, we're this is very fun thing that friends do with each other i can i'm not this isn't blowing my mind at all i'm very comfortable with how sexual you're being and how talented you are and how pretty mm. What a good pal Muriel is. I feel like that's your internal monologue for most of high school. <laughs> no matter who it is. I know, except for just like, just Any like girl. take out like, yeah, take out the name Muriel and insert a bunch of different names and then take out singing and insert like drawing or whatever the fuck they were good at. If a girl had a talent and was pretty, I was just like, <gasps> and God forbid her ethnicity was like somewhat uh, ambiguous. I was like, oh God. I mean, I like all of the women that you were into. I look like on some level. Oh my god, so true. We're all y'all could be just strange, strange sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So I think like I don't know. I'm like super excited about this whole thing. Like you kind of as the DJ yeah. of this family, you kind of arrange. I feel like it's weird that you're calling us a family. I know, but I want to. I don't know why. <laughs> I never do. <laughs> But I am today. Yeah. Because you know what? Why? You're never going to let me have a dog. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so this is all you got. This is all I got. I'm just accepting it. Um, I've been excited. Like, being the DJ of this household, mm-hmm. you're now the like the leader of this 
situation, right? What do you have planned? I think so. We have a bunch of topics. We have some challenges. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all it's all about music and we're going to expose ourselves. I do think that's it. You're right, though, because this episode in a lot of ways will be our most um, like uh, expose of them all. What's the word I'm saying? I don't know. know, We're going to be vulnerable. (laughs) You're going to get a real look into Nick and Muriel's souls through music. Oh, here's something else I want to say about music. All right. (laughs) I don't know why you're making me laugh so hard. Well, that's the. (laughs) I feel like this is normal. This is, you know why? why? Because it's funny to you that I'm excited about it yeah, because it's exposing I have my a black real, soul. You have, but also because this is my true, real, excited self, and people who are genuinely enthusiastic are always to be mocked in the mind of Muriel. That's not true. <laughs> I love people who are enthusiastic. I can't even tell you. I mean, that's my favorite thing about you is that you'll just get like like lit up. You know what? we came up with or maybe me what is um nick's nickname dj repeat because they will oh, yeah. get pumped up about a song and then he will literally play it like literally six or seven times in a row until you either turn it off or you refuse to like you just have to take like a strong stance no i there are there are, it's very common for me to discover a song and discover it like i dug it up i'll finally hear a song that's existed from anywhere between like one day and 50 years and if it hits me in the right way i'll listen to that song like five or ten times in a row like three like three times a day yeah like for like for and there are still so many songs like that like all my almost cut my hair the the shit i got tattooed on me i i'll i listen to that song four times a day all the time. I do. I do the same thing, I guess. When we like, when I was like, we were living in Chicago at a certain point and I was just like, just couldn't live there anymore. And it yeah. was just a hard time and it was in the winter and fall and I discovered Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I would play the same four songs over and over again. And I was like, yeah, I was just fucking cooking four songs in a row, cook for hours, staring off in the fire escape. <laughs> rain coming down you know i hear that i oh got that God. okay this is what i want to say about music this is um, okay lay it down okay so this is the only time that i re- ever respected donald trump because oh no my, you know this is what, what? <laughs> this I is have... the only time i've ever because the first time i ever saw donald trump i watched an episode of or like was aware of him i watched uh-huh. an episode of the apprentice it was like a celebrity apprentice i literally have no idea where this is going i'm very excited um i watched this episode of celebrity apprentice and andrew dice clay and dennis rodman just basically they had like the it was like the first episode of whatever season that was and they had to make cupcakes they like all the celebrities got in these groups and they had to make and sell Uh cupcakes and whoever could raise the most money like won the challenge and dennis rodman and andrew dice clay both were like fuck this i'm not doing it like (laughs) i'm not and they just like like andrew's dice clay i'm not i can't do his accent he's like fucking the guys from my neighborhood they're gonna see me make cupcakes i don't make fucking cupcakes like i'm not doing this like you think i can go back to my neighborhood if i make fucking cupcakes like he just like wasn't gonna do it and dennis rodman like kind of help make the cupcakes and then they like, were trying to sell them on the streets and the other celebrities weren't noticeable celebrities so they're like dennis can you come out of the their like cupcake truck to like 
bring like to get attention so people come by this and Dennis Rodman was just like on his phone it's like no like I'm not stepping that out just of doesn't seem like doesn't that seem like what is off brand for Dennis Rodman you know what I mean? <laughs> he, I think Dennis. I don't know much about Dennis Rodman. This is this, this is a big backstory for this. <laughs> We're really off topic here, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's off brand, but all I know is Dennis Rodman and Andrew Dice Clay were. I was admiring them so, and then Donald Trump was like, "You didn't take the." I can't do his accent either. That's but okay. he was like, "You didn't take the." I can't do his accent at all. I'm not even gonna try. He's like, you didn't take this seriously, and he cut he cut Andrew Dice Clay and kept Dennis Rodman. Whatever. I was like, man, Donald Trump's like so fucking corny, right? I was like, this is uh-huh. the dumbest shit. Like, you're, this guy's show sucks. How is this Whatever. gonna resolve? <laughs> I don't know. Just stick with me. It's a roller coaster ride. No man, it's like this really slow log ride. <laughs> There may or may not be a drop, but if there's not, it was like basically. A fun time. I was watching an episode of Borat. What? <laughs> no, not Borat. What's the other one? Ollie G. Ollie G. Yeah. G. And he just. Was, we were watching Ollie G. Me and my dad and Mar- Mario, my brother, got into like an Ollie G phase. We we're just like, well, like watching all the DVDs. And the only person, this is the only time I ever respected Donald Trump. The only person who was never fooled by Ollie G was Donald Trump. He's because like Ollie G is so good, right? Sasha Baron Cohen's a genius. He's just like fooling all these people. And Donald Trump sits down with him. So he like got that far and then immediately sees through him, realizes this is an act. And Ollie G's like trying to do this bit and he's rattled because it's not working. And he goes, uh, he asked Donald Trump, like, what's the most popular thing in the world? And without missing a beat, Donald Trump just said music. And I was like, that's fucking right. That is true. That is true. Muriel's looking at me. That's the end of my story. That's what I got. <laughs> it's fucking true. Music is the most Why did popular thing in the world. you tell that whole Celebrity Apprentice story? I don't know, because that was that the first time I... literally nothing to do with what you're no, saying. No, but that was the first time I ever saw Donald Trump, and I didn't respect him, and then I respected oh. him later. So it was yin-yang. What you about know what now? I mean? Well, you know, I think he's doing... He's just trying his best, and <laughs> a, he gets treated unfairly. And, you know, he's just laying the, the groundwork so Donald Trump Jr. can be our next president. And he's, it's just he's just paying the dues. You know, he's just you're actually making me like, <laughs> I don't care what the bid is. Don't care. Longer, don't care. Um, Should we launch into this episode? I mean, I can't even I I can't. Uh, also, you know, it's funny. What? He never tried to get into music. You know why? Because he has no soul. He doesn't yeah, know what right. to, he, he's like. Yeah, he's That's literally true. like a little dude in a corner like in the dark being like he sold steaks how, uh, like apartments wine his daughter like clothing yep tapestries like art <laughs> like american secrets like anything that he could put his hand on but he, he never tried to make music i think he doesn't want people to know what kind of music he listens to because then we'd understand what goes on in his brain what i kind think of, i know what it is what do you think donald trump listens marches to? marching marching music he's like no one can ever know <laughs> Just has it on repeat in the back. Oh my god! I was just having what one last is- thing. What embarrassing thing yeah. for me is I used. To, oh my god! <laughs> this is a DJ repeat thing, but also like so. I um was a, like a really hardcore theater kid, right? Still am to this day, and I 
think of elements of my life as being theatrical. So like I don't do it now, but I used to even in college, like as a freshman in college in the dorms, I was still thinking of theatrical things. And so at the end of my classes, so like I went to this like school that was, I got in, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And I, and it was like above my skill level. So my first freshman year was like just busting ass like it was so hard for me and I was working all the time and I had to go to tutoring all the time to kind of catch up to kids who had gone to like private schools and stuff and so I used to come home at the end of the day and like walk up the stairs to my dorm and I'd have my backpack on and I'm in my mind it's like um like a like a movie or a play yeah sure (laughs) and I'd walk in and every day for like a month I would walk into my room and like sigh and like throw my bag on the floor <laughs> on the floor and then put uh under pressure on. <laughs> oh, such a good song. With David Bowie and Queen as loud as I could and like sing along as loud as I could. And it's like I wanted to do that, but also I wanted to, to be, be the person who did that. You wanted to be seen doing it. Right. And I was like You wanted to be admired for doing it. Yeah. yeah. And nobody can see me because I'm no, in my of room. Of course not. But I felt as if the world would see me. Remember that it came out a couple of years ago where like all these like acapella tracks for all these songs yeah. came out. That acapella track it's so good. made me cry. That's a cry song Nick, for sure. All of them made you cry. That Whitney Houston one, you you we played How Will I Know by Whitney Houston, the acapella track, and you were sitting there like stone like just like enjoying it, nodding your head, and you broke into fat sobbing tears it was the <laughs> yeah. most insane thing well I've ever seen. i would say but only whitney houston and queen maybe do that well those are and, the only two we listen to yeah well <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the truth those are cry songs i do have the i do have a playlist called cry songs yeah how many songs are on it i don't know i think 150 no nowhere near that no no maybe 15 okay i'm gonna fire up the old rhapsody let's just really quick i'm just gonna count how many cry songs but no but not all of them are cry songs let me look at the list and i'll be honest because you added some joke songs on my cry song list (laughs) (laughs) which was fucked up real put was that john mellencamp to a party with jackie Jackie onassis if you're, you're so, so smart, why don't you wear glasses? glasses? That's not a cry song, but it's on my list because Muriel is fucking with me and put it on. I her. do like to do that, but I only did that a few times. Oh, my God. You were so sad when I did that. <laughs> now I do love that song, but it's definitely never made me cry. Let's see. Yep. I mean, I could name. There's that's. It's also not a complete list. Why are you so defensive? Because this? <laughs> this is my full full exposure. It's not. Oh, there's only twenty songs on here. Yeah. Okay. It's not, but it's okay. You want to name a few that you know make me cry? Okay. They don't make me cry every time, but if I'm really feeling them, yeah, I, I can definitely cry. Oh my god, the one that gets me more what? than anything is. <laughs> When Nick was listening to The Gambler and he realized The Gambler dies at the end of the song, he oh cried so hard. That's a cry you song cried. for sure. You cried for days and days. I swear to God, I cannot sing along You're with like that song. He dies at the end. That's a big thing about my cry songs. Usually there's songs that I've heard like a billion times and then one day I'll actually un- figure out, because I'm not good with lyrics really. So like <laughs> once I figure out what they're actually saying, I just start crying. The crying. Gambler. 
<laughs> I don't think I can sing that, that song right now without crying. Seriously, I if can you, see it in your eyes. I don't, yeah, I'm already tearing up a little. All right, bit. we have "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. Well, you made me cry about that one. That's yeah, not a I full. I didn't make you cry about it. I just <laughs> yeah, played it for you. You were like, "This song is making me cry." And then we listened to it together. I was just sobbing. Okay, "Fast Car." Um, "Harvest Moon" by Neil Young. Yeah, that was our wedding song. Um, the how will you how will I know and the how will I know acapella version. Yeah, it's just the acapella version that made me cry. Piano man. Piano man. That yes, an, you cried it to piano man. Oh, that's true. You lie. You yeah, cried no. to piano man hell of times. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that. Dear Theodosia from Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, that makes me cry. Um. Our House by Crosby, Souls, Nash & Young. Yeah, that's a cry song. That's Life by Frank Sinatra. That song it really makes me cry sometimes. <laughs> and They're Off. Oh, that's a... the What musical is that from? A New Brain. A New Brain. It's not a great musical, but that song is... That musical is pretty good. Would you call it great? Yeah. Okay. That was not this an guy, like The great. guy who wrote it had some crazy brain infection. And then went to the hospital for hella long and almost died and then woke up and wrote a musical about and it. And then wrote a bunch of fat shaming songs. Anyways. That's true. <laughs> that's Actually, true. That's it's legit. weird. Like I was like, oh man, this is crazy. Like this guy, you know, he What's must, that song he called? must be fat. And poor, then like, it's called poor unsuccessful and fat. Yeah. That's one of the songs is called poor unsuccessful and fat. And it's like, there's no irony in it. It's just a song that he wrote about an orderly that worked for him. Like a, not an orderly, um, a nurse, like an RA. Yeah. No, R.A. Muriel. Resident. R.N.? Uh, a, a nurse. A nurse who worked, like, who At was helping hospital. him when he was sick. And it's like, it, like one of the nurses, he wrote a song where the guy's like, poor, unsuccessful, and fat. All I am is poor, <laughs> unsuccessful, and fat. I'm fat, fat. <laughs> right. like, so what? you listen to it, you're like, man. And it's good if the guy who's writing it is fat. And then when you realize he's not fat, you're like, that's fucked up. Man. No, I mean, it's like if it's Sondheim and he's writing something like amazing about like life and crazy people and all this like insane stuff. And there's like all this irony and like thought behind it. It's like, oh, that's a great song. If you're just doing it because you're like, man, that nurse is fat. <laughs> yeah, right. This is probably what's going through his mind. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> it's like, come on. You're out of your mind. I know there's more cry songs on there. Though. That's Ask it, dude, me from this from oh, the yeah. Smiths. That one makes me Sorry, cry. Sorry, Grateful from Sorry, Company. Sorry, Grateful from Company made me cry. Uh, Our House Porcelain from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that's an embarrassing one. That's another one that you were I like. Mean, you well, don't you to try to say my, no, my no, things. No, no, no. eat it, You dude. made me cry. You have plenty of embarrassing choices. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm embarrassed by my choices. But. California. Oh, Joni Mitchell. Dirty Work. Steely Dan. That's not on a. Uh, that never made me cry. Well, you put it on there. Well, that's a mistake. Say You Love Me. That's a mistake. Yeah. I don't know, man. Have oh, well, say, no, say you love me never. Is wait, no, right it made me cry. List? Say you love me. It's If it's called cry songs, I don't have multiple. No, hold on. Anyways. Yeah, no, no, no. Say you love me makes me cry sometimes for sure. If I really am feeling it, I'm in a really happy mood about being in love with you. That song will make me cry for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're skeptical, but I got nothing to prove. I'm an open book. Oh my God, you're such a gangster. I know. All right, so what's our first activity on the junket, sir? Um, let's get into it. 
Oh, dang, DJ repeat. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so for this, <laughs> everything, everything is wrong with me. Okay, um, so I have this next challenge. Oh, wait, you say it. You this, challenged me. This is a, this is our, this is a challenge, and Muriel's going to be successful at this, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the first, like, one second of a bunch of oldies from the 60s. So this is like And a, she's going to be able to name them. Yeah, I always make you challenge me. I've done this a few times. We've we have done this in the past. What do you so you play the first like second of a song? Yeah, like literally and, one second. And or, then it creates a whole list of memories and tactile <laughs> sensations. It's my Rain Man moment. It's the only <laughs> thing that I can do that's like remotely skilled. But it's really specific. It's like no covers, no like B sides from popular artists. It's gotta it's be like just what was on the radio in the in the nineties. Yeah, that's yeah. it. On the radio in the 90s from, from the, the 60s. 60s. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> All right, Nick's about to play this music, and I'm saying for real, are you ready? Am I ready? Uh-huh. No, you're, I'm quizzing you. Of course I'm ready. No, are you ready to be fast enough to feed my fire? Yes, I am. But you're going to, so you can have to say the name of the song and or the. Um, I'm not going to be able to do the artist. If you can, throw it in there. If you can't, that's fine. Okay, ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. My mother called me to her side. He said, uh, it's better shop around. Yep. Sugar pie honey bunch. Yep. He went away. That one's Yeah, my boyfriend's Brack. Great. Next. Oh. Uh. I don't know. I I love the flower girl. She didn't know. That's right, right? I don't know. Do you mean? The flower girl? Falling on her. I mean, you know every, right. you know all you the lyrics. It's your, that's not the name of the song, but you know all the lyrics, so you're definitely right. What's the name of it? The Rain, The Park, and Other Things. Oh, well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Next one. Ready? Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. No, no. Rescue Me. Rescue Me. Correct. It's my party. Great. He went my boyfriend's back. Yes. Uh, Dancing in the Street. Yes. Uh, uh, no, I know. Um, he felt so helpless. What could I do? Remembering all the things we've been through. It's cool. Dead Man's Curve. God damn. No, Leader yeah, of the Pack. Oh, Leader, leader of the, the Pack. pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he goes right. down Dead Man's Curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, baby love. Yep, you got it. You're, you're so good at this. All right, how about this one? All the leaves are brown, brown, and the sky is great. California dream. California dream. Okay, how about this? Wild thing. Wild thing. Uh, now I'm a believer. Yes. I think it's the monkeys. It is the monkeys. Okay, how about this one? Uh, stop hey, What's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. That's definitely the song. I know. I would never know uh, the name of that song. Bad lies being drawn. I don't know. What is it? It's, the name of that song is For What It's Worth. Oh, that's bullshit. That's not <laughs> no. even in the song. You're like, well, for what it's worth, I want to write this stupid song. <laughs> all right, this is an obvious one. Quit saying it's obvious. Well, you're all complaining. And then your sun gets so hot, it makes you tired. What's it called? Boardwalk. Yeah, under the boardwalk. When a man loves a woman. Yes. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Yes. Call back. <laughs> Midnight hour. Yep. Otis Redding. Wilson Pickett. Heat wave. Yep. 
Baby, I need your loving. Damn, you're good. Stop in the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I want to give you kisses sweet, but only for one line with no repeat. No, what the fuck is the title? No part. I do believe that that would only break my heart. Uh, second that emotion. Damn, the girl is good. <laughs> Oh, you're all I need. Yeah, Goodbye, all. Sorry. So much. Um, do you believe in magic? Yes. Oh, what comes by? This is one of Muriel's all-time favorite songs, people. So if you ever feel judged by Muriel, just know that this is her. This is a good song. <laughs> what the? So, all right. So we're from Seattle, which everyone, you know, rightfully equivocates is that a word yeah with uh grunge music yeah it's grunge it's an alternative rock scene oh no so That's here's the thing worst word alternative rock i mean you're just really bitter <laughs> no i'm not i'm it's, not i'm you happy are. you're a bitter boo mm, no 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 you no hate no hate no hate only congratulate okay well so nick and i were like thinking about music and what it means to us and like some challenges we wanted to put each other through right so like obviously my oldies challenge is like I'm obsessed with it. Like honestly, I could do the oldies challenge back to back for hours at a party if everyone paid attention to me, <laughs> and I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, just keep give, giving it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. But one thing that I love about so like I had to pick a challenge that's equivalent for Nick. But the thing is, is like, you know, I don't know. It, well, the real equivalent would probably be like rap music, right? But I wanted a, something with a different color. So one thing about Nick is that, so I don't know very much music. Generally speaking, like I know some music, but like I don't have a wide variety. Like Nick has a pretty big vocabulary of music. Like he he has like a lot of knowledge, like a big wealth of knowledge, I think. Well, there's definitely a lot of music I like. I don't have very much knowledge, but I definitely you like. You like, and you've heard it. You listen to the radio. You listen to new CDs. You listen yeah. to new music. Well, You're I always listen like to into CDs. It. I don't think anyone listens to CDs. You used to. <laughs> you used to be obsessed. You had all those big ass like CD jacket things. Yeah, I had a couple. So my challenge, the thing that I always thought was really funny is that for Seattle and alternative rock and this like period of time where we were alive and I'm white in the 90s and you're white like Nick has literally no ear for like alternative rock songs like my favorite thing is that a he thinks that they're all from the same person and b he doesn't know like he's never heard them like he's like what's that um Polly Shore movie I don't know no 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 not Polly Shore um the one about the what? caveman. Yeah, Encino Man. Yeah. Oh, Brendan Fraser is Polly Shore in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polly Shore is in that, yeah. isn't he? No, Encino Man is Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah, but isn't Polly Shore in that also? He might be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're like waking up and you're just like, what are these things? And it, like, so for a while back, for some reason. <laughs> oh, you're calling me. <laughs> Did you just Encino figure that man? out? That's why you're a Encino <laughs> man. You just no, figured was, that out? That was a leap. So you, you, know. you just like come out of this thing and I'm like, you grew up in this time. You're like, no, no, no. I was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> but your ass like I bought so like a while back I bought Nick like a bunch of classic rock CDs like David Bowie I just bought him a bunch of stuff that was like I don't know if you call that classic rock I'm sure people are like that's a classic rock but whatever right, I, know. I bought you a bunch of yeah. CDs of, of artists you had never listened to ever Right. So it was like David Bowie, Billy Joel, like all these people. that you Yeah. Like, like I don't know the Beatles. Of. Like, I don't, you know, the Beatles. I know the Beatles a little bit because my mom listened to it, but but not really. Not really. I don't really know. So yeah. we, I bought him all these CDs 
and he listened to them and he liked them. I love that but shit. But I today I was like, I wonder if I can find another pocket of music that like it was really popular and on the radio and like existed when we were, you know, like when I should have been paying attention to it. Not should have, but like when it was like Obvious. on the radio everywhere yeah. in the city, especially in Seattle. I wanted to see like, like if I played these, like, cause they're, I'm not saying they're like amazing songs. Some of them are pretty cheesy, but they're all like very popular. No, I get what you're saying. You're they're They're like the type of things where like, if you were to show me like a character, from the TV show equivalent to that, I could tell you what TV show it's from. Yeah. I get where you're, I know where, I get what you're saying. Or you're like, like, these the are like obvious like, things. So you could show me like, if you were to show me like a swoosh and I'd be like, oh, that's from Nike or right. whatever. You'd be like, clearly everyone should know these songs. Right, right, right. I mean, or at least people like me should know from this songs. one era where we grew up in yeah. the city that we grew up. These are songs that you might have heard before. <laughs> so I picked a bunch of songs that I've, and the test is, have you heard them? before and if you have who do you think it is yeah so i'm excited for this i mean i didn't i didn't listen to that i mean clearly no not at <laughs> all like i don't know like the like it was just so rap dominated my whole childhood and like my elementary school and middle school it was like there were like in middle school there were rockers and i was friends with like some rockers were cool but it was like you're not like that was I mean, can not- I tell you when I moved to when I was I was living in Shoreline. So Shoreline is like this deep suburb of, you know, Seattle. It's like a suburb of Washington. It's pretty deep. It's like far on the north end. So like Seattle's it was pretty broke, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, like a that's suburb. The thing. We call it really- suburb, but it yeah. was like not cute. It was like <laughs> yeah, very yeah. like whatever. Like it's my like bro- a swamp town. There's like no sidewalks. And no, stuff. and my brother and I used to play this game <laughs> called Cops. Where we would run out of the house and sing the theme to cops, which yeah. is bad boys, bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? What, what you, you gonna yeah, it's do? A hot, that it's one? A hot it's hit. a hot yeah. hit. It's a deep cut. Uh, we would run outside, scoop up mud, run up to a car that was driving by and throw it as hard as we can <laughs> and then run back in the house. So that was called cops. Uh, <laughs> so like, you know, we were out there just yeah. trying to make things work. Actually, what happened was is that we did that a few times and then we got in trouble. My parents, so we used to live in a dry cleaners. So my parents had a dry cleaners and we lived in an apartment on top. And that just meant that like all of our neighbors and our crazy Italian landlord would like be watching us from across the street. So anytime we did anything bad, we'd always get in trouble by like these watching eyes, but not our parents. So we did that a few times. And then the lady next door who had like 50,000 birds in her house like, came over and like, took us into her house without my parents and we're like we know what you did and they were like trying to discipline us and we were just like what is going on there were just birds everywhere and she was just like we know what you did like you know did you throw rocks at those cars and we we're like no they're like we saw you do it and we're like okay and they're like don't do it again we're like okay we're like run back to her house man we got in so much trouble for throwing shit at cars i mean like that's, that's what you do you throw shit at cars do. so what was your point i grew up my point rap. was i was gonna say as soon as i talk about the bird lady my point is is i grew up <laughs> in this crazy place yeah uh and then i'm like biracial and then i moved into seattle from like way out in the sticks it was super white in shoreline yeah it was like completely white in yeah. shoreline. so we like we moved out uh and i went to like this middle school and there was just like 
tons of kids, not a lot of white kids, like whatever. And well, everybody De- it was, was Denny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was super. It was like tons of Samoans really and like Ethiopians yeah. and Vietnamese. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really diverse. And then um, so I moved out to this like super diverse like school in the in white center in it was seattle grimy too yeah and it was grimy there was like asbestos and like leaks in the ceiling and all that kind of stuff and then every kid came up to me and was like are you a rapper or a, a rocker <laughs> and they asked me that because i'm half black and half white and they were trying to figure out what yeah. i was you yeah, know right. that was the question is like do you identify as black or as white but yeah, i remember right. that question it was always like so stressful and uh, i was so like not i was just like was just like not I don't know. The world is just such a weird place, you know? So you walk in and like, basically at the end of the day, I was just poor. So I had <laughs> shitty clothes. So it's easier. Some people would be like, well, are you a rocker or a rapper? Basically. Cause I was dressed like a rocker, which meant like I was wearing these shitty old jeans that my dad used to wear. <laughs> and so he would ask me, and like, I, man, I'm my just answer, broke, bro. Yeah. And my answer would be, well, my dad listens to, um, my dad listens to, to rap and my mom listens to rock so i guess i'm somewhere in between <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was my like my and I, I, know, I go no this is literally what i said i go my dad listens to rap my mom which he didn't and my mom listens to rock and i listen to oldies oh which literally was what I kind said. of true and it was true but i was like that's so funny i didn't even think about that but that is what i used to say and Anyway, that question is so loaded for me because that yeah, was just right. like my way of being like, I'm biracial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, I grew up like definitely white and my neighborhood was really, really diverse. Tons of immigrants, but like definitely overall, it was just like rap culture. Like, was, I mean, it was just cool. It's it was like just, you guys were all was, cooler. Like you grew up in it. It was like. That was just like. <laughs> No, you didn't. So anyways, we were not listening. So there was like no rock. Yeah, there was no rock. You were like, I was confused and you were solidly in the rock, the rap camp. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, oh yeah, these songs are everywhere. You're like, how? Well, let's play. You want to play them and see what they sound like? <laughs> I'm so excited to do this. I literally made this playlist and I was laughing the entire time. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. So what do you think my success rate is going to be? one out of 10 one out of 10 like 10 percent. all right cool yeah uh also these a lot of these songs are not they don't hold up but they were still popular at the time <laughs> i can't wait let's go all right what you got for me Mir- okay so you ready i'm ready play let's go <laughs> but you have to play you have to play it a little bit or like jump to the middle of the song or something Sorry, 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 sorry. So far? For any 90s, like, any 80s person out there, you're going to be fucking screaming. So far, I definitely don't know this song. Not even close. Check the levels to make sure. Yeah, you're good. No, levels are good. For you. No, so far, I have no idea what song this is. Don't recognize the voice. Don't know what this is. Alright, I have no idea. Pause it. What is it? What is it? I have literally, literally zero idea of who the, I don't I this couldn't is even all tell 90s you. Nineties alternative. That's okay, nineties alternative. I should I just take a wild guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wild guess. 
Um, Alice in Chains. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Who is it? Well, this is the verb, the verb pipe. Oh yeah, I've never even heard the of freshman. them. The freshman. It's a very popular song. Okay, great. No idea. Okay, next one. So far, no idea. Don't recognize it. Never heard keep it. Going, keep going. Take a guess. Who is this? <laughs> Dave Matthews Band? I have no idea who this is. Hold on. Uh, no is guess? it Ben Folds 5? <laughs> I have no idea who that is. What is it? Uh, this is Runaway Train by Soul Asylum. Soul is, that's not even a real band. I mean, maybe these they, are all '90s bands that were really popular when we were teenagers. Is, are the is, is Soul Asylum a one-hit wonder? No. Are you positive about that? No. This is '90s sweet hits. All I know is that I listened to this song a thousand times on the radio. Okay. Well, I definitely have never heard it before. Oh, this is yeah. I recognize this. This, I like it already. I know this song. <laughs> Wait, how does this song go? This song is dope. No, I like this song. <laughs> this guy's voice is hilarious. I know it's iconic. I don't know who it is, but this song is good though. Counting Crows. Nope. <laughs> Any thoughts? Oops. Any thoughts? No, but I don't. Counting Crows, I have no idea who sings that. No, definitely not. Who? Crash Test Dummies. Oh, Crash Test Dummies. Now that's a name. Soul Asylum, nothing to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has a, like a pop vibe to it. Cheryl Crow? <laughs> who is it? Who is, who is it? Who's the one that did All I Wanna Do? That's Cheryl Crow. That's Cheryl Crow? <laughs> who is this? This is, this is Robin, dude. Listen. Robin? Is she British? No. You know this one. Bittersweet Symphony? Nick! <laughs> Who is it? Radiohead? (laughs) (laughs) This band can't be famous. This cannot be a famous band. (laughs) It can't be a famous band. I just want to make sure you're getting all It can't be a famous band. This cannot be a famous band. Is it, um... Third Eye Blind. I have no... Who is it? (laughs) Why would I know this one? You think I should have known that last one. I think you will know this one. Oh. Moving to the country, (laughs) gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Yeah, this song is dope. It's not Beck, is it? (laughs) Why is that funny? Why are you laughing at that? (laughs) 
I could imagine Bono strumming this guitar. Nick. <laughs> this is what Bono looks like. This is not what U2 sounds like. I don't know what U2 sounds like, but this is what they look like. This is a very famous song. Is it by a very famous band? Yes, or they were kind of big for a band. minute in the very 90s? Very famous band. Are they still famous now? Yes. For, do they still make music now? <laughs> Elvis um, Costello? I don't want to give you too many clues, but R.I.P. Linkin Park? <laughs> oh, is it Chris Cornell? No! Oh, he's from Soundgarden. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. He said R.I.P. Who just died? Tom Petty. Yes! Oh, Tom Those Petty. This is a very famous one, too. Ben Fold 5. No. Ooh, I like the accordion. I knew you'd like it. Oh, yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> this song is great. Oh, this might be a cry song. I'm feeling this is... <laughs> Who did that song? Counting Crows. Oh, that was Counting Crows. I should have said Counting Crows. <laughs> this is better, Sweet Symphony. <laughs> Isn't it? Who did Better Sweet Symphony? This is Hootie of the Blowfish, for sure. <laughs> You're not going to get this. Why would that song Oh, wait, this is a good one. Is this Jim Blossoms? <laughs> <laughs> Sha la 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 la. This is this is someone. <laughs> no, this is a good song. I know this song. This one's good. But it's definitely a good. Literally song. no idea. No, no, it's a very good. Is it um Pearl Jam? La <laughs> la. No. This is a good song. I recognize this song. That's a big come up. Come on, I get a win on that one. <laughs> Who is it? Counting Crows. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so why are Counting Crows are the only band you like <laughs> from the 90s? <laughs> you like it so much. Every time they come on, you go, yeah, this is good. I like this. This is a cry song, yeah. Who is this? Pearl Jam? <laughs> Okay, so Nicholas. Yes, Muriel. Mm, oh my it's god, it's been a long time. I mean, I feel like since we started recording this podcast, yeah, just hours and hours. <laughs> no, it's been a long time since we've been listening to music together. Yeah, and you know, it's fun to think about. I mean, it's fun to tease you Thank a lot. You. Yeah, I know you're good at it too. It's pretty fun to tease you, but it's yeah. really fun to just like think about. You know what we'd be doing together, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, did you have any thoughts? Well, I just, you are such a good singer that it's always like music just feels, I don't know my thought. I mean, my thoughts are all very mushy. Really I don't know. Love if, yeah. I don't know if I have a guy. funny thought to like That's enter okay. quote unquote comedy podcast. All right, well, on. We can keep that. We I mean, you know, you, you know, I mean, also, one thing that is true is like, because when I started DJing at the strip club, I had to like 
get back into music, get back into like new rap, which I hadn't done for many years. I was just like, I like the rap that I like. Uh-huh. I'm not going to listen to new stuff. So now I have this thing where I like listen to new rap music and it's kind of like my hobby. I don't know what that means, but that seems like, like that's like one of the only things that I kind of like, I don't share with you. You know, and like, I feel like all we do is like share. No, share you share it with me. You'll be like, well, have you heard this thing? Okay, I'm, you're going to hate this, but I'm going to play it for you. <laughs> like, that's usually true. You're right. I subject it to you. I um, subject you to it. Well, and I think like my favorite, my favorite thing is like, yeah. no matter what we do, I guess I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. So I know you listen to new stuff, but my stuff is kind of wrapped up in this little cat time capsule. Yeah. So most of the stuff that I listen to means something to me because of the his, like the historical content like context of it yeah. or like the like memories of it so like most of these songs like you know i played you a marcy playground song that you thought was back i don't remember uh and, and no, like, I like the, yeah, it reminds me of like my first crush in ninth yeah. grade you know like yeah, all yeah. that's all those songs to me what like, was that person's name uh john something um was he a baseball my, player no he was a drug dealer. <laughs> Ooh, nice. It was very cute. And it was that uh, Marcy Playground Sex and Candy song. <laughs> and like, you know, like, that's like why I, I, I mean, I, I still like to listen to me, new music, but most of like yeah. my stuff just reminds me of like coming up and like now it's weird also just not to be super on brand, but true. It's like when you get into your thirties, you're like the stuff that you listen to, you know, back then is now like, throwback like you really are solidly in this like throwback sort of the stuff you listen to yeah. in high school it's like that's like old school lunch yeah right <laughs> you're like yeah. oh, oh how it's did that happen old school it's, lunch that's a callback to cube 93 yeah, in seattle yeah. their radio station they had this thing called old school lunch yeah it's old school lunch is like you know stuff that's like so out that it's in now and then like you listen to an oldie station now and it's 70s and 80s and that yeah. stuff like and we never listen or to 90s too i know so you know man but uh what what were we, oh we were gonna end this segment the whole thing with this song that we recently discovered um with our friend tiago who's on our last podcast and he's super fly and like up to date <laughs> on all the all the trends and uh, tiago he he's like you know frank ocean da 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 we're like who's frank ocean no we we know but we didn't listen to a lot of frank ocean and he played this we were driving around we we're sitting um in his rental car and one thing that if you're ever in la a fun thing to do is to drive to the bel-air hotel because it takes you into bel-air and then you can just drive around and look at houses and you're in this shitty rental car and we're driving around and he plays this song and I've never heard it. It's called Forrest Gump. It's several years old at this point. Right. But this is like, uh, what is this? What is this called? Like a newfound treasure? A, um, I don't know. What did you call it? Late to the game. Late, to the, Late game. to the game. That's the name of this segment. Late to the game. Basically, because like a lot of my favorite songs I discovered way later. You know, a lot of those, you know, I just like, I'm just like discovering music from the seventies, but this I hated everything until I hear it later. I didn't like Amy (laughs) Winehouse. I love her now. Yeah. Not, I hated Hamilton. Hamilton. We hated. Now we love it. Now it's like the Rihanna. I was like, I don't get this at all. And then I watched her videos and I was like crying, crying, loved it. (laughs) Now I understand she's a powerhouse. Lord too. Yeah. Lord Lord was garbage. Late to the game. So late to the game on Lord. But like, honestly, like just Royals, like don't listen to anything else. 
No, that whole album is good. Royals meeting the album. Oh, is that what that album's called? Yeah, but yeah. then she wrote like, I don't know, she wrote some other dumb shit later. So anyways, we're going to, this is, uh, <laughs> the funny thing about this song is that uh, Muriel just laughs hysterically at this song. It's called Forrest Gump and it's a beautiful love song. Forrest Gump. Here no, I'm off. <laughs> I'm off. So if you want to listen to this song, this is a great one for anybody out here who's like, I listen to music, but you miss some deep cuts of Frank Ocean. Like, you can be like, listen, I'm cool. I'm cool. I can do this. Go and listen to this song. It's from the perspective of Jenny in the movie Forrest Gump. <laughs> and it's all about dumb shit that Forrest Gump, Gump does, but it's a beautiful song. It's a love song. It's a love song. It's about how Frank Ocean's in love with a guy who's kind of dumb, I think. And that's like a every man's story, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. every woman's story. Every, every person's story who's in love with men. Yeah. Oh, because you're saying I'm Forrest Gump and no, I'm dumb? I'm saying all boys are Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a cry song for yeah, sure. Yeah, this fool has been playing this on repeat for the last I've like, been playing five this on repeat. I was late to the game. I'm sorry, Frank Ocean. And I know you even have a whole other album that everyone loves since this. When did this album even come out? Oh, I started it over again on accident. All right. We love you, Forrest Gump. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Hella in Your 30s. We're so happy you're here. We love you. Man, we got to thank a few of our five-star raiders on Apple Podcasts. Sugar Shane 87 gave us a five-star rating, named it five-star rating. He said, I want to hear Nick sing the Pledge of Allegiance like an opera singer. You already sang enough this episode. <laughs> so I can't do that, but I do appreciate that. Boy, um, got it. Wes AMC says, you smell like poop. Great. Great. And then we have one called, uh, the name of it is Best Friends from Melissa and Brian. Y'all, dot, dot, dot. Nick and Muriel managed to be so relatable. They are me and my husband, yet you want them to be your best friends because they're funnier version of you. The Culbersons are grateful for your podcast. We are <laughs> so grateful to the Culbersons. Guess what, guys? I think this marks the first time we got a review from someone we don't know. Oh, my God. It says if you ever want to visit Texas, we are here for you guys. Well, we love you, Melissa and Brian in Texas. Thank and we're you coming, so much. Baby. You better Shout watch out. out. Oh, shit. We are coming to <laughs> Texas. Let me hear y'all. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Ryan, Ryan, and Scott at Campfire Media. And my brother, Joey, who does our awesome theme song, talking about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to thank my wife, Muriel, for editing this crazy-ass <laughs> podcast. It's going to be a nightmare. We had a nice, good fight in between segments. Um, I really just had a strong breakdown. <laughs> Muriel freaked out, understandably. Guys, she's never wrong. That's the thing about Muriel. Even when she's mad, when it comes down to it, she's never unreasonable. Really, ever. So I guess I... <laughs> I'm the unreasonable one. I don't know, well, but you know that's the that's the way the pendulum's swinging, my friend. Yeah, you're always <laughs> on my mind, boy. Forrest Gump. Campfire. <laughs>